0: When was the last time you stepped out of your comfort zone? Was it pretty? Did you find the magic? Or did something else happen? Today on Free Your Inner Guru, we're digging deep into two of our key themes, personal development and the self-help industry. This episode is the third in the series, three key steps to create winning results and one major pitfall to avoid. Today, we're on key step number three with five myths about your comfort zone. Welcome to Free Your Inner Guru. I'm your host, Laura Tucker. I'm guessing you've heard one of these statements about your comfort zone before. Bigger, better results, or everything you want lies just outside your comfort zone. Or if you're not growing, you are dying. Or you have to become comfortable with feeling uncomfortable. The comfort zone has become a cliché, and just like most other clichés, there are truths at the core of each of these statements. But did you know that there are at least as many myths floating around about the comfort zone as there are truths? The first myth is that there's something wrong with you if you experience fear. Fear is a part of the process of growth. Most of the time, it's normal and healthy. When you leave your comfort zone, it creates an inner conflict that activates your body's fight-or-flight response, and your body starts to talk. Label it what you want—fear, anticipation, excitement—but don't disregard it. Don't train yourself to ignore it. One of the benefits of doing inner work is to strengthen the connection between your conscious mind and your body. Disregarding your fears disconnects you from that wisdom. Instead of suppressing your fears— learn to feel the fear, and choose to play anyway. The second myth is that it's not worth doing if you can't do it right. Do you compare yourself to other people and their results? Of course you do. We all do. It's human nature. And it's how we learn. When you have the desire for more, you need to see examples of more. The problem is we tend to compare our vulnerable learning selves to the mastery of someone else. We don't get to see the trial and error, the chaos and sweat behind the curtain. We just see, or are allowed to see, the polished version. When learning, be conscious when you compare. Comparing yourself to someone who is more masterful can have two opposing effects. The first is the positive one. It inspires you. But the second is less positive. It's discouragement. There will always be someone ahead of you on the journey. If you seek perfection and compare yourself to others, it can kill your creativity. No one is an expert the first time they do anything. Even virtuosos have to practice their innate skill. Stop being so hard on yourself and ask yourself this question. Are you really making mistakes? Or are you on the road to mastery? Myth number three. Having a breakthrough means you'll never have to deal with that limiting belief again. I thought I had dealt with this already. What is wrong with me? I hear these words over and over again. Stop beating yourself up because you thought you had fixed that part of you. First of all, you're not broken to begin with. Your patterns are your patterns. Becoming aware of your patterns is where growth and wisdom is found personal growth is cyclical. Expect to be triggered when you stretch the limits of what's comfortable. If you get outside of your comfort zone on a regular basis, you're going to run into your patterns and your beliefs a lot. Number four, failure isn't an option. There's a big difference between failure is not an option and giving up is not an option. Failure is always an option. Experiments fail. Even the most successful people don't get the results they're looking for all of the time. When you combine failure and giving up as not being options, you risk committing all of your energy to something that's not working. Allow yourself to fail a little every day. Learn to evaluate and adjust your course. Our last myth, myth number five. Your fear will be replaced by courage. In 2005, I packed up all of my belongings and moved across the country. I had enough business to keep me going for a while, but I had no idea if it was going to be sustainable. While I was in the midst of all the effort it took to realize my dream, people kept telling me how brave I was. Trust me, that's not how I was feeling. I felt purposeful, but I certainly did not feel brave. If I had started thinking I was brave, I probably would have changed my mind, played safe, and missed out on some of the best years of my life so far. Courage doesn't happen from the sidelines of your life. If there's something you want and you're sitting around waiting to feel courageous before you do it, you might be waiting forever. So what do you do when you know you're on the edge or right out of your comfort zone? First of all, remember to breathe. Deep diaphragmatic breathing helps calm down your physiology. When your fight or flight response is engaged, your breathing becomes shallow, your heart rate speeds up, and breaking out into the occasional sweat has been known to happen. Second, build support into your environment. The lone wolf approach is not sustainable, but you have to be selective with how you take your feedback. I like the Theodore Roosevelt quote that Brene Brown uses in her book, Daring Greatly. It goes like this. It is not the critic who counts, not the man who points out how the strong man stumbles or where the doer of deeds could have done them better. The credit belongs to the man who is actually in the arena, whose face is marred by dust and sweat and blood, who strives valiantly who errs, who comes up short again and again. Because there is no effort without error and shortcoming. But who does actually strive to do the deeds? Who knows great enthusiasms, the great devotions, who spends himself in a worthy cause, who at best knows in the end the triumph of high achievement, and who at the worst, if he fails, at least fails while daring greatly. I've included that quote and a link to daring greatly for you in the show notes. The key to Roosevelt's message is about those who criticize. Be careful who you take your feedback from and when you take it. People who love you the most will always try to protect you from failure. And there are armchair critics everywhere. When you are at the stage that getting feedback makes sense, choose wisely. Make sure they are there in the ring with you fighting the good fight. Finally, support your creativity with structure and a commitment to do both your inner and outer work in a healthy and growth-oriented way. There are just as many brilliant ideas left by the wayside as there are entrepreneurs who have burned themselves out powering through every step of the way. Take care of your body. Take care of your mind. To avoid being a casualty of constant powering through, you want to find your sweet spot between what is a stretch and what is sustainable for you. This is where traditional self-help ultimately fails. Dramatic breakthroughs and contrived alter states are sexy and fun, and that means they sell. But this approach is not sustainable. The goal of healthy self-help is to expand your capacity to play a bigger game through continual experimentation and adjustment. If you're ready to get out of your comfort zone and create new results, I'm inviting you to follow the link for the free 7-Day Comfort Zone Challenge that I've included in the show notes. The 7-Day Challenge is a mini video course about the comfort zone that I put together a few months ago. It takes you through an entire coaching cycle to help you find your sweet spot of your comfort zone. All of my clients have done it and they loved it. A few of them encouraged me to take it down because they thought I was giving away too much for free. And that's the type of feedback I was looking for. Before we sign off, I'll go back to my notes and give you a quick recap. There's been a lot in here today. We've got the five myths about the comfort zone. Number one was, there is nothing wrong with you if you experience fear when you're on the edge or right out of your comfort zone. Number two It's not worth doing if you can't do it right. Myth number three, having a breakthrough means you'll never have to deal with that limiting belief again, because next time you grow, you will. Myth number four was failure is not an option. Failure is always an option, and sometimes it's better to fail quickly than to hang on hoping that you can succeed at something that isn't right for you. And myth number five, your fear will be replaced by courage. Courage is something that we say afterwards, and it's something we say about other people. It's not too often that we think of ourselves as courageous. And what to do? First of all, when you're on the edge of your comfort zone or right out of it, remember to breathe. Second, build support into your environment. Third, support your creativity with structure and a commitment to do both your inner work and your outer work in a healthy and sustainable way. And if you're looking for more on your comfort zone, come on over to the website by following the link in the show notes to get access to the 7-Day Comfort Zone Challenge. That's it for today. I'm Laura Tucker, signing off for Free Your Inner Guru.